0: Welcome back to another episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Joe. I am a registered dietitian and I am here to smash the taboo of binge eating. Hope you're having a good day so far and thank you for joining me for another episode. In today's episode, I'm going to be getting into something that whenever I bring this up with clients, they always stare at me blankly and ask Joe, what the hell? This episode is all about utilizing a planned binge and using it to your advantage in your binge eating recovery. It sounds unusual, right? And usually my clients follow up their blank stare with, Why would I want to plan a binge? I am trying to stop binge eating. The last thing that I want to do is set aside time in my calendar for a binge to actually happen. Have you lost your mind, Joe? And I know, I know, it does sound like a completely foreign concept but I am going to explain a little bit more about how you can make a planned binge work for you and how it can be a very useful tool in your recovery from binge eating. I wish I could give you a definition of what a planned binge is or some research behind how they work, but unfortunately I don't have that. This is something that I have just learned with professional experience from working with you guys that seems to work really well. But in my book, how I utilize planned binges with clients is when you are in recovery from binge eating and you're putting all the steps in place to minimize your chances of binge eating. And that could be going really well for quite some time. However, at some point, what often comes up is that clients feel worried. They feel apprehensive. They feel that the next binge surely must only be around the corner because now it's been a certain amount of weeks or months since they haven't binged and they feel uneasy about that because they know their own history really well they know that they have struggled with binge eating for quite some time, sometimes the majority of their lives. So to say now that they're just all of a sudden not going to binge again can sound quite scary and quite daunting and it can really worry people. This is where a planned binge comes into play. If this is you, and you have stopped binging for quite some time, and you feel that you're making really good progress, but at the same time, you have that niggly voice in the back of your head that's saying to you, well, you're going to binge sometime, it's going to happen, may as well get it over with now. Now could be the ideal time to plan out a binge. Now, I am going to talk you through some steps about how you can do that, because don't worry, I understand that the concept of this just sounds bizarre, and I'm not going to leave it up to you to plan out your binge all by yourself. But please, I can't stress this enough. This podcast is for education purposes only. It is not a substitute for one-to-one support from your doctor, your nurse, or your dietitian about your recovery from binge eating. So if this concept of planning a binge just sounds too scary to you right now, that's okay. Don't proceed with it. Instead, seek out some advice from your healthcare professional who knows you really well. And remember, if you would like to work together with me on a one-to-one basis, with me as your individualized dietitian then please do reach out. There is a link in the show notes where you can book a session with me and we will work together on your recovery from binge eating. All right let's get into it. How you can utilize a planned binge in your binge eating recovery. Here are some considerations. The first thing that I want you to consider is that this is not a cheat day. You may be asking yourself right now, okay, so a planned binge sounds like it's a day when I just eat all the foods that I really want to eat and I don't care about calorie counting or macro counting or anything like that. It sounds an awful lot like a cheat day, right? I can see the similarities, sure. However, I need you to know that this is not a cheat day. You may not be surprised to hear that I hate the term cheat day. If that is a term that you are still using, well, then it sounds like you haven't completely given up dieting yet. And maybe you should listen to some of the previous podcast episodes about how recovering from binge eating often starts with giving up the diet mentality. A cheat day is very much still ingrained in diet mentality. Just think of the word cheat. What are you cheating on? You're cheating on your diet. Planned binges are not cheat days, so although I can see where you made the link, I want you to treat them as being very different. The second consideration for when you are planning out your binge is that you need to be in a good mindset for this. Up until this point, you have associated binge eating with a negative experience right? Whenever you think about binging, you just think about how horrible it is, how out of control you feel, how sick you feel afterwards. And of course, all the emotions like guilt and shame that follow afterwards. It tends to be perceived as quite a negative experience. But now the dynamic has changed. Now you are in the driver's seat. You are going to decide what food Approximately how much and when you are going to eat this food. This might be the first time when you are in the driver's seat and you get to make all of the decisions. The dynamic has shifted and so I ask you to consider that this approach to binging is more of a positive experience or at least you try to treat it as such. I ask you to consider that your planned binge could be an enjoyable experience. It could be something that makes you feel good in yourself, that makes you feel positive, that makes you feel self-assured. So my second consideration is that you approach this with an air of positivity and you don't associate your planned binge with the uncontrollable binge eating that you've experienced in the past this is a whole new experience. Let's break that link that binge eating is automatically bad and binge eating is automatically a negative experience. Let's try and create a new narrative that your planned binge can be something positive, something that adds to your day. So taking that into account, you may want to approach this when you are feeling in a good mood, feeling positive or happy or after you've had a good day. Make sure that you don't approach this. If you're feeling negative, if you're having a bad body image day, it may just not be the time. Just wait until you're feeling a little bit better about yourself to do this experiment. And that brings me nicely on to the third consideration. I ask you to treat this as an experiment. Let's treat your planned binge as something that may help or it's something that may not we won't know unless we try it out in an experiment. And what's good about experiments is that they sometimes go well and they sometimes don't. And that's just the nature of an experiment. That is not down to you. That is not a character flaw if it doesn't work out. It is just how experiments work. Sometimes they go really well and sometimes they don't. I ask you to not approach this like it's a black and white task, something that has to go well or else. It's not like that. It's just something that we're going to try out, see how it goes, and we'll take it from there. The next consideration for your planned binge is when. When are you going to do it? So I've already suggested that you do it when you're feeling good, feeling positive, but let's get more specific. Ask yourself, when would you enjoy a planned binge? Is it first thing in the morning before you leave for work? Or is it in the middle of the day when you're driving home from work in between work and getting back to the house? What about on a Friday evening as part of your wind down process after the week? When you're deciding when to have your planned binge, I advise you to choose a time where you can be a little bit relaxed or not be rushing off anywhere or not have millions of obligations to do that day. The next consideration, and this is a very important one, it's what are you going to include in your planned binge? What foods? What are you going to eat? And I'm just going to throw the question out there. What foods would you like to binge on? What foods are the ones that you used to go for when you were struggling with binge eating? It's likely that you have included these foods already as part of your recovery, and the foods that you used to binge on, you do have them more routinely now as part of a structured overall food intake for the day. And that's great. Well done for reaching that step in recovery. But there may still be foods that you used to binge on that you are really fearful of having, that you are afraid that if you have one bite that you won't be able to stop. Remember, this is your planned binge. You are in the driver's seat. So you get to decide what you want to have. If you want to have more of your safer foods, foods that you really enjoy and you have started to introduce back into your diet but maybe not in large amounts then that's a really good idea. If there are foods that you are really really afraid of and you are worried that if you take one bite that you will be right back to where you began Well, it's okay to take caution with those. And again, this is where I stress that having professional support can really help to guide you with this process because it is scary. It is daunting. Just to give you an example, to conceptualize this whole thing, you may decide that on a Friday evening, you really enjoy just as soon as you get home from work, plonking yourself on the couch and not moving until bedtime. And as part of your binge eating recovery, you may allow yourself to have a really delicious meal at that time, something special, something that you wouldn't have on a Monday to Thursday. But now you're thinking this could be a really good time to have your planned binge because you are relaxed, you have time for yourself, you have a positive connotation with Friday evenings as being a time to relax and a time just for you you may decide, hey, you know what? I am going to do something that I haven't done since I've started my eating disorder recovery. And I am going to order a pizza and I'm going to get the sides. I'm going to get the wedges and the chicken dippers, and I'm going to get the cookies for afterwards. And maybe you haven't had this meal of the pizza with the sides and the cookies and the drink. Maybe you haven't had that since you started your binge eating recovery, because that's something that you used to binge eat on all of the time. Well, now guess what? This is a perfect example of a planned binge. This is something that you can reintroduce. It's going to be a positive situation. Remember, it's only pizza. Pizza is a meal. It's a really good meal. It's only pizza with a few extras and a dessert. This is not a catastrophic situation. This does not mean that you are back to binge eating. No, all this is, is that you are enjoying this meal, a meal that you used to binge on. But now without the label and without the negative connotations that you had associated with that, Let's turn this into a positive experience. Let's give you a chance to enjoy this meal without it being an uncontrollable situation where you feel automatically negative about yourself. And finally, the last consideration is you might consider having somebody else join you for this planned binge. Have somebody else, somebody that you love, somebody that you trust, like your partner or another family member or a friend, have them join you for this planned binge. Ask if they would like to share the food with you or if they would like to get their own meal to enjoy with you. One of the purposes of a planned binge is to change that link that you have in your brain that a binge automatically means bad let's make it a positive experience. And what better way to do that than to enjoy it with somebody else and make it more than the food. It's not just about eating delicious food. It's about the whole event. It's about this occasion. It's about sitting down with a friend on a Friday evening and sharing a pizza. We know that all eating disorders thrive in solitude, including binge eating. So Let's get somebody else on board with you. Let's invite somebody else to enjoy this planned binge, whatever foods you decide, whether it is something like pizza or if it's like chocolate or sweets or whatever you like, enjoy it with somebody else. All right, just to recap over those considerations, because there's quite a few of them. The first one is to remember this is not a cheat day. A planned binge is not a cheat day. The second is to remember that this will work best if you are in a good positive mindset, that you're in a good place and not feeling down. The next consideration is to remember this is an experiment. You may have a really good experience doing this or you may not and that's okay. Professional help is really good if you are worried about this concept. The fourth consideration is Asking yourself when is the most appropriate time to do this. Remember to find a time where you are feeling relaxed, a bit chilled out, aren't in a rush, or don't have lots and lots to do that day. And the fifth consideration is what are you going to eat? What foods are you going to include as part of your planned binge? And finally, the last consideration is to consider asking somebody else to join you for this. For maybe the first time ever, let's ask somebody else to enjoy these binge foods with you and let's completely change your mindset that binge eating is a negative experience that can never be enjoyed. A planned binge is a really good way of showing you that you can enjoy binge foods and you can have fun while doing so. All right, that is the end of today's episode. Thank you again for joining me today. If you liked it, do let me know. Send me an email. I love to hear from you guys. You can email me joe at antidietsonswers.com or you can send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at binge.eating.dietitian. All right, you take care of yourself and I will see you in the next episode.